How do you know this? That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Truth is, <laughs> I am Iron Man. Wherever I go, he goes. When people ask you what happened here, tell them the North remembers. And here we go. Welcome to the Culture Craig Podcast. I'm Zach Williamson here with Lou Goosens and Ross Cutsforth. Today we're talking House of the Dragon episode six. Okay, it was a little jarring at first to see how invested Allison is in her son's being heir to the throne all of a sudden. I guess it's not all of a sudden. It's been 10 years and she's had 10 years to build up this idea in her head that her dad first planted that her son's, or at least Aegon, is going to be the heir. And now she's taking like a Cersei-type role where the only thing she wants is to see her family succeed and her son in power. The exact same thing as Joffrey and Cersei. Cersei Light. Cersei, Cersei clears, I think. She's still, you know... She did more evil stuff up to this. We'll see, though. We'll see. There has to be a progression, dude. She was obviously mortified by what Laris did, but that's just a stepping stone. He does something for her. Her progression into doing worse and worse things. She put the idea in his head. She didn't specifically say it. But now that that thing's already been done, and he can hold it. And now she's pulled into it, too. And now she's getting... Exactly. She's now getting pulled into doing darker and darker things. That's just one step in a progression that I could see happening. Which has always been happening to her, though. She's always been pulled into stuff. This is kind of nuts. I feel like Damon having two daughters and then Allison having two sons is a total setup for them to merge. This is going to be them somehow pit against Rhaenyra. Maybe. Makes sense, dude. Damon wants... He's all about... Dude, he's reading books of dragon riders and shit. And he has like a <laughs> Valer, a half Valerian, half Targaryen kids. And now he can merge with most powerful house of the family. But Rhaenyra is a Targaryen. And Laenor is a Valerian. So that's even more pure. If you want to what, think about it in that context. Is, as far as... Wait, were you saying R- Rhaenyra's children? Or were you saying Allison's? Allison's, bro. Yeah, because Allison is the only one that's not of Valyrian descent. But he knows they're bastards. He knows they're bastards. He knows they're half... Yeah, drawn. that's true. He does know that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no, so, so there'd be... So it's, equally, evil, it's like, an equal play, playing field. Then, okay, but, yeah, the, play, playing but field. the play would be... To marry your kids into, well, I guess Rhaenyra is technically. See, but no one wants that. He's going to know that no one wants that. No one's going to have, once Viserys dies, and he will die in this season, I'm assuming, I'm thinking. I think so. Everyone's going to just be like, yo, fuck Rhaenyra. And then the heirs are going to be Allison's children. Why wouldn't Damon come in and be like, hey, let's merge our houses. I will save you again from the Stepstones. And I'll find the stepstones squash that problem. Maybe. Maybe. Do you but, think Allison fucks with Damon now? After all that time, something switched. Because before she was. He straight up disrespected her too at her wedding. When, when she walked in at the wedding too, he just was sitting down. He doesn't really care about Allison like that. That's true. I, he doesn't care about Allison like that, but he cares about Rhaenyra. His kids like that. I don't know. His, it's interesting the dynamic with the kids because there was a deleted scene. And there was official images, too, that were shown of him actually comforting his kids. And it, the, made it, the way they make it look like is he loves from a distance. And this, and they only, the only shot that they showed after was him walking away from them. And I, I just thought that was interesting. They cut that. They were trying to make him look 
darker, more distance from him. Yeah, for distance. sure. Are you talking about Damon? Yeah. yeah, but Damon's like the good guy now. Viserys pulled the trig on his wife, but Damon never pulled trig on his wife. That's pretty. So pretty well, good we don't guy, really man. know what he, I, this was. What? This is okay. This is another thing I was going to say about that scene is it almost feels like they that they removed something because I was thinking, how does she get away from all those people? Or even know that that's what they're saying. I guess maybe she could hear them when she was dealing with all that stuff. But it felt like there was a scene that they either cut from there she, too. Because the next, it was like she's in bed. And then the next thing you know, she's outside. And it's saying, and I'm just thinking, well, how did she get by Damon? How did she get by all these people to get out there? There right was, away? I thought at the end, um, so, there was an over the shot or over over the shoulder shot where Damon was talking to the maester and you can see her kind of stand up and move away a little bit. Here, let me let's look it up. Let's here we got a timestamp. Okay. We don't have to do this uh hypothetical shit here. Yeah. But also his demeanor, it didn't seem like he wanted to do that. Yeah, I think he shook his head a little bit. At least he asked the question. Yeah. Will the will she survive? And the guy said no, and then he just looked all solemn like he did shake his head. Oh, yeah. Ross oh, okay. Right. I guess you're right. Yeah, he did kind of look and she was gone. But how did they just yeah. let her? I mean, that's kind of crazy. They let her get away. I guess, yeah, so he didn't get to even make a decision or try to make a decision. And and Damon seen as a bad guy up to this point where we already saw that what Viserys did. And now we see kind of Damon's character coming full circle and changing in our eyes. Maybe, dude. I feel like this is just a temporary thing or he found peace for a bit. Yeah. Because he's not <laughs> in Westeros, true. he's not near all the politics, and when he's near all that kind of stuff is when he gets more unhinged. Gets spicy. Maybe, but I we don't know what his decision would have been, because didn't, we didn't get to that point. She was already gone. She wasn't going to let him even make a decision. But he at least asked the question. Yeah, so did Viserys, I think, right? No, no, he didn't. The guy just said, you have to make the impossible choice. And he didn't ask, he never asked, like, but will she live, you know? Bro, we've gone over this. This was already established that that meant the same thing, that she was going to die or the baby could live, but she was still going to die in the Viserys scene too. Same exact thing. And at the end of the credits of this, he said, this is basically the same thing. And it's like a, it's mocking Damon because he made fun of this before and he ended up in the exact same scenario. Okay, then... Either way, if that's the way it was set up, that now Damon's in that position, he's probably not going to make that choice. Maybe this is a guy who Especially will kill his own since wife. He said he just he <laughs> just found temporary peace, but he fucking hated that chick. Yeah, he did like he her. Would do that. He did like her. He and more in his background, they didn't show this. And I wish they had shown more of, of that character because she did really well. Just that character, I felt like, did really well with the scenes that they gave her over the first six episodes. In the book, she's betrothed to Sea Lord of Bravos. But the thing is, with Bravos, you have to be elected a leader. And so this guy, when he dies, she's betrothed to that guy's son. And he then squandered all the power, everything. He moves to Driftmark because he's already going to marry her. And then Coralus, he's postpones it for almost a decade because he doesn't want her to marry this guy. And then Damon just shows up out of nowhere. He baits the guy to challenge Damon into a duel. And then <laughs> Damon just cuts his ass in half with Dark Sister and what pr- the proposes fuck, <laughs> to Lena. Yeah. So that's how that went down. And I actually think that they might have mentioned that she was supposed to marry someone else in this show, but they, again, they didn't show it. That might have been. Dude, why didn't they show that? That would be so fucking sick to see. Yeah. I wonder if it's just because that was 
it's definitely going to be within the 10 years of this time jump because they've had kids. Um, that would have been literally almost a decade ago. Those kids are... How old was Lena when she was supposed to marry Viserys? 12. She was like 12. When she was going like, to be for... promised to him. Or she, yeah, so she yeah. was, what, 17 probably when she married Damon? 17 or 18? Uh, you know what, bro? Like I'm not going to... Okay. Because <laughs> it's yeah, been like five and a half really years fast. since these, that first episode. These timelines are so different than the than the book because she said in this... So in, in the book, she gets Vagar when she's 12 also. But in this, they said she was 15 when she gets her dragon. But it didn't felt like yeah. necessarily in the wedding scene, Rhaenyra's wedding that she had her dragon. Maybe she did. But that's also another thing that I felt like they could have shown her. They could have showed her getting her dragon because there was a point in the show where they said that Vagar was off flying around and no one really knew where she was. So there's two scenes even with her that you could have shown, I felt like, to do more with that character because she was a really good character. Yeah. But yeah, anyway. I agree. There's some stuff that's been taken out. That's probably my biggest complaint with this show this, so far. Well, not taken out, but it relies on telling you over showing you sometimes more than I would like. Yeah, like you're saying that they have to use the showrunners at the end of the of the episode to explain plot details. Okay. Yes. Yeah, mm. for sure. Well, I mean... No, that's not... Well, you just said that with the other saying. one, with Viserys, with that decision, that was something that... No, that's what you said. But I... Saying that, I would, I would kind of... Oh, agree you with agreed you. with yeah. me, though. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about where they're like, oh, they were fighting in the Stepstones for two and a half years, but they didn't really show any of it they showed one scene where they're fighting mm-hmm. yeah one battle i'd rather see yeah, that built one up battle and then they're like oh it's two and a half years but that's kind of part of the challenge that comes with doing the show this way i guess i'm okay with the stepstone stuff but more of these details for me where the 10 years uh, it's a long time to just jump and you got all the, and you got all these kids now for and sure. i, I yeah. feel like the kids overall weren't as memorable as they could be for how important they're going to be because <laughs> yeah. they're about to be major characters. I don't know if people understand this, that this is the story is really about them going forward because there's going to be another time jump after this too. Not in this next yeah. episode, but then there's going to be another time jump and then that's when it's set. Everyone is the right age and that's how it's going to be for the rest of the show. There's going to be no more time jumps. So it's like this whole first season is a... Uh, it's like a prologue. A prelude. Yeah. 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 You know, it was interesting with the intro, the new intro, they updated it to add the bloodlines of the new, of these characters now having kids. And on Allison's, they showed four mm-hmm. bloodlines. So the other kid must be out there. He's just not in the show yet. Is the, Isn't it Darren? Darren. Is that a spoiler? Darren. I don't think it's a spoiler. I mean, it's in the, it's in the intro that there's four. If I, for me, if it's like, okay, they're showing four at this point, then that means that there's four kids, but maybe one is off in Old Town with her dad. He could be a squire somewhere because there's supposed to be four kids. They're supposed to have four kids with Viserys and Allison. And I think that makes sense if that's how they explain it. Okay, so where's the fourth? That's what I'm saying. I think the fourth kid, this is a total theory, but he'd probably be off with the dad, with her dad, being a squire at a castle somewhere. Because he's the youngest kid. So usually I feel like with the youngest kids, you don't really worry about them as much because they're not the direct heirs to anything or being used to marry off away because he's probably the youngest kid too. I think it kind of helps that we don't get introduced to that fourth kid too because the six new kids all at once was already a little overwhelming, especially since a lot of them look really similar or have similar names. It was kind of hard to you know, 
for each of them to make a distinct impression on me. Although I think they did a pretty good job, but might help to at least have one introduced later for me personally. Yeah, I'm just saying, I, I mean, I don't know why they're doing it this way. Maybe I, that's something I didn't look into with the fourth one. I just noticed that when I was rewatching. Oh, it has four bloodlines and she does have a fourth kid. Dude, Aegon is fucking wild too. Jacking off into the air like that. <laughs> what a fucking All I could think about was uh, Tommen. Tommen just, you know, jumping, splat, splatting in a different way <laughs> on the... <laughs> They showed that scene and they didn't show any, like... Bro, his mom was sitting there for a bit, like, too, man. Scenes, like we were talking about. Allison was sitting in that room for a, a little bit there. Yeah, I like how she was calling Rhaenyra's kids demons, but she didn't have anything to say about her own kids. Oh, she's such Being a hypocrite. Super blind. Yeah. <laughs> if she's so loyal, then she would go and tell Viserys what Laris just did. Or she would have told Viserys yeah. <laughs> yeah. about what Sir Kristen Cole did. She's a total hypocrite even going into the episode. Yeah. But no, it's like, it's really fucked up that she had sex with one person one time and then lied about it. But but killing your own father and your brother, it's yeah, that's okay. Rhaenyra is yeah. not innocent at all, bro. She never learned her lesson. I know. This is gonna, is bro, idiot, who dude. fucking cares, though? She just had sex with one person. We talking about bro, she had fucking but, three dude, kids. This with- is like medieval times, Ross. She is so dumb, dude. And she even told Lenor, we're going to do our duties to our fathers and our houses. And then she totally goes against sure, that. She, do does, your she thing. doesn't even do it, though. Why are you doing it Yeah, like, with a fucking guy with brown hair? You got to find someone with blonde hair, dude. Or, or she yeah. could just, you know. One time. Or, or one kid you can shut, maybe say. his eyes and then she could, you know, jack him off and, and then stick it in, you know. Like, she could do something. Or maybe artif- some artificial insemination of some sort. I don't or know. Or Marjorie. Like that what Marjorie work. was saying threesome yeah 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 I, I know there was there's a ways around I know, having yeah. a baby with Lenor and then not having a baby with harwin strong dude harwin like, yeah. three babies. like she fucked that up <laughs> big time dude big time yes this is, true. So this is true this is true innocent but that's there's so but they're so different though those two acts i agree with you but i don't agree that's not the only thing though ross she almost got herself killed by a boar at one point i mean there's there's she's been doing stuff all through the show where she's just being that's reckless that's not a big deal though that's more just a kid being a kid kind of thing you know she's being young and rebellious but now as she's matured now she has a husband she needs to do that duty she needs to complete that duty being you know like hunting a boar going out and leaving camp and doing her own thing that's more forgivable than something i think like even this. this is a massive i'm just saying that i think even are, fucking Kristen. she's always been like this and she's never learned though is what i mean she's never learned from any lesson really yeah, and now sure, it's gonna come back it's gonna be bad for her now yeah and but here, my point is i have one can i actually add one more detail yeah, yeah, on yeah, yeah. sorry for a book difference to this too that Lenor's mom Rhaenys. So in the book, Rhaenys Targaryen, her mother is a Baratheon. And we know that Baratheons generally have dominant genes. So she had black hair in the book. So when this happened in the book, there was a lot more room to say that, oh, these kids could have black hair because Lenor's own mom has black hair and there's black hair in the family. And even with even with Rhaenyra's mom, she's an Aaron and they have black hair in their family. So there was able, they were able to explain it away, I think in the book better than this, but this, it's just, how did you really, when they said that in the after the after scene thing that, Oh, she thought she was outsmarting everyone. It's like, bro, how do you think that you're outsmarting everyone? Yeah. <laughs> when both you and your husband 
have blonde hair. Your parents all have blonde hair. There's just there's just no way, man. So I thought that that's an interesting change. And I actually don't really understand why they even changed her hair. It actually was a huge plot point in Game of Thrones that brown hair was very dominant in the Baratheon family. Yeah, I don't know why they changed that. <laughs> just to make it more obvious, I guess. I guess, yeah, to make it very clear that she's a Targaryen, but... All right, everyone. So a quick break for a word from our sponsors. So that, anyway, continue with what you were saying. My point was more that I don't think whatever wrongs that Rhaenyra did are equivalent to what Allison is doing. That was my only point. Are you saying now not what that, not did that with getting, any, getting the yeah, strongs yes, killed? Yes. Yeah, okay, she definitely is up in the and game And also here. trying to trying to usurp the throne, too. And Rhaenyra is trying to reach out to her. She's reaching across the aisle, offering the olive branch, and Allison is still fucking scorning her. Yeah, she Rhaenyra made a good play to offer that. But also, man, yeah. it just shows how actually Damon was right, too, about Viser- Viserys and how weak he is, because he could literally overrule her in a heartbeat and say, yeah. Yeah, they're getting married. So it's it's yeah. all set up because he's a weak king, too, that everything people were saying is happening because of that. He's weak and she is basically controlling him. Because Allison just said, let's go to bed or you need to go get your rest and then just shut the whole thing down. Yeah, yeah. But that was a good play by Rhaenyra. Fuck, that was and- another time jump thing that threw me off. Rhaenyra, I could understand her being in the council. And then all of a sudden now Allison's in the council. Didn't make sense. Came out of nowhere. I think it's believable. She would take, she's a queen for one. And usually it's good to have a high tower. It seems in the council. It was good. I mean, well, it still is. There's well, still I, a high I think tower she just probably, she could probably just weasel her way into coming, you know, since she's the queen, she is the king's ear all the time. Yeah. I, I, I like, didn't really yeah. mind that scene. I noticed too, that they got rid of the maester who wanted him to use the leeches all the time. Yes. That guy's gone. Yeah. And probably without even saying it, that is why he's made it. He's lived this long. This, yeah. did, it, did it look like his arm was more gone though? Like it looked like his arm was even oh, more. One missing. of his arms was just, was gone. Yeah. Yeah. Gone, gone. That's right. Amputated. Yeah, so and then that his shit, other arm. They probably the stuff that spread. They probably had to cut that off. But then they switched maesters, or that maester died. But in the book, actually, what happens is Rhaenyra is the one who gets a different maester because she thought that maesters were incompetent. We talked about that in the last pod, Ross. And so that could yeah. have happened, but just off screen. Another off. Yeah, I noticed it, but I didn't notice it to the point where I was mad that it didn't get explained. Yeah, and Rhaenyra had no maesters at her birth either. Thought that was interesting too. After. Everything that her oh, mother went through. Oh, that's a good. Yeah, good I mean, she right didn't. There. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's just traumatized because her mom got fucked up. Yeah, or I just yeah, I'm not as much, I'm not as trustworthy. But yeah, in the book to help Viserys when he actually cut his hand to the bone and had to get his fingers removed, she called the maester from Dragonstone in, and that guy stayed. So I think that might actually be the same character that they have now, who's at the table, who sits at the small council. Small council. Yeah. Which was a good, I mean, all that was a good scene, good intro. It really felt like they even said it at the end, I think, with the showrunners, but it did feel like a whole new pilot and going through a lot of the things that we saw in the first episode. So many parallels with Damon, Viserys, with Rhaenyra's birth and her mother. And the, the actresses yeah. look quite alike to her mom and the new Rhaenyra. Did a good job with that casting. Between Millie Alcook and Emma Darcy. Millie Alcook. Yeah, Millie and then Emma for sure, but then also Emma with the mom when she's now grown up. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought they looked really similar too. Pretty good casting. Could it have been a reason that Lena maybe even had child complications? Because she was out, man, flying that dragon 
eight or nine months pregnant almost. That had to be very close Dude, time. that's what I was thinking too. Bro, she was pretty, you know, full belly when yeah. Damon kissed her. But why? And she's out doing flips and shit, man. I know that like in the like, book, damn. in the book, she loved flying her dragon more than anything. But man, man that's kind of risky stuff me doing. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, maybe that's that's could be another little unsaid thing that could have caused that. But I didn't like when she said Dracarys the first time. The, everything at the end was great, though. But for some reason, yeah. I didn't like love the first time she said it. Was, uh. Dude, I got that same feeling, too. The first time she said yeah, it. Yeah, I was, was like, man, maybe they should have done that scene over again. <laughs> didn't sound right. Yeah. The, the second, the at the end, though, yeah, much better. Oh, the ending was great. She's a lot more. Multiple times, and it was just so painful. <laughs> that scene was really good. Really sad. Yeah. And Laris, we could talk about Laris. I mean, I don't. Luke doesn't know any of our Laris theories, either. Yeah, Laris. What's, La- what's you, your Laris you know? theory that Laris wants to marry her daughter? So Allison's daughter or something? No, I don't. Okay, so in the book, this is all Zach. Laris doesn't actually have a ton written about him because the Maesters don't really know a lot about him because he was very secretive. And even in the book, you don't really know what his motive is. So actually, I think that's why his character to me is really interesting in the show because I think there's a lot of room that they can do with him. And when they, I, I read a new interview even today where they said they were talking to George R. R. Martin and he was laying out some rules for them too that they didn't tell. This was a surprise. I, I didn't remember this from the book that he killed his brother and dad. That was pretty fucking crazy and savage. Yeah. It was implied in the book though, right? That it was a possibility that he did it. I cannot, I can't remember because I'm too scared to go check his wiki to see what, what happens to him. I, I did look today and it said, something they said it might have been implied yeah because they both died and then there was several there's several suspects that the people believed one thing he was one of them one thing i thought was really dumb in this episode with him though was that he he has his firefly sigil and all the guys that he cut their tongues off they were all wearing that weren't they they were i feel like they were wearing that i didn't see that they were that's so fucking stupid why would you do that and he has a firefly on his (laughs) yeah and he's a firefly on his cane too and the Firefly, I think, is just like we were saying, Ross, the light, light the way, like he's lighting the way to war and lighting the way is the the High Towers motto. And so I think that's a yeah. play on that is why he maybe did that. And it shows that he's his allegiance is then to the High Towers. But even in the book, man, I never felt like that necessarily was his real intention. Maybe it's not. <laughs> I don't know, so, man. He's just playing the game right now. I don't know how it'll end for him, but. Yeah, but I guess I could tell. I know what happened, yeah. So to catch you up, Ross, or Luke, sorry, in, in the last pod, we discussed potentially that maybe Laris was the one who put the abortion tea, the moon tea, was the one who got it sent to her because that was something people used back in the day to in Game of Thrones to make highborn women look they're cheating. And then the, my second theory was, what if he's actually a green seer and how does he know all these things, learn all these secrets? And because there was a really intentional scene, I felt, where his where he goes up and he's talking to Alicent in episode five. And the first shot right before he starts talking is of the weirwood tree. And in Game of Thrones lore, green seers can look through the weirwood trees and listen in and see stuff. And when Allison and Rhaenyra were talking in the previous episode about Damon and all that stuff, it was right in front of the weirwood tree. And there's been several conversations in front of the weirwood trees. And also green seers, some of them have the ability to be wargs or skin changers. 
and they keep showing all these fucking rats walking around. And it would be so easy to spy on people as a little mm. rat. But also the rats are totally foreshadowing another event that we cannot talk about in the show. Hey, did somebody else that was introduced in this episode, was there anybody that was introduced that was a green seer, specifically one of Allison's children? Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we, this is a good, good point. Good thing to bring up here, Ross. So they are hinting that Helena, that's her name, right? Helena Targaryen. I, I'm not, I, th- I thought it was Helena. Helena, you're right. Helena Targaryen. Okay. She said something in this episode that was some foreshadowing for Aemon, which I don't even know if necessarily it's a spoiler because they show what he looks like grown up in the trailer. But I'm not going to say say it, whatever. But they said something yeah, in yeah. this that implies that she has green dreams like Jojen yeah. did. But we know in the Targaryens that they can also have visions. So maybe it's something that she develops later. I can't remember much about her. I can't remember what, what much about what happens to her, Ross. So I can't really confirm or deny to you if that if she ends up actually being a green seer, because I can't remember. Or she could be a, a dreamer. I, are they the same thing, but then the Targaryens just call them by different names? Because the Targaryens have the dreamers, right? You have green dreamers, which most of them can't even really learn how to control it. So like Jojen, he never eventually developed yeah. into a green seer. It's something different. But then there is the Targaryen dreamers, like you're saying. Now you should you should look this up okay. and flesh this out, but... Dragon dreams. You might be right, Ross, that there's a difference. A connection? Or a, difference a difference between green seers, because green seers were tied to the first men, blood of the first men. So they're like the same thing, but they have different sources. A dragon dream is a type of prophet a type of dream or vision experienced by individuals of Valerian descent. It's, they I mean they categorize Viserys as a, a dreamer. Oh really? Okay. That's I guess kind of interesting. Yeah. But they don't. In, okay, at least in this wiki that I'm looking at, it doesn't have her categorize that. So that maybe that's a new thing that they're adding, Ross. And I'm I'm not going to look up her wiki because I've managed to forget what happens to her. And so I'm not yeah. going to look that one up. Okay, save yourself. Don't fuck that. Don't look it up. Don't do it. I'm not going to look it up either. We'll just be surprised by the show. I'm just looking through this Reddit thread and it seems like nobody really knows. It's just... They're theorizing. They absolutely hint at it with what she said in this, though, for sure. I know, that's what I saw. I wanted to bring it up because... Yeah, no, that was a good thing to bring up. I just don't feel like the whole Sir Kristen Cole thing was touched on enough. I mean, they had one scene where Lenore's looking back at him, but I wasn't really even looking at that because I was just kind of noticing the whole blood trail from Rhaenyra walking, and I was like, damn, that's fucking fucked up. Jesus. (laughs) But then they're just kind of looking at each other and... I just don't feel like they've had it. They didn't really explain that one away. I just feel like Viserys or Coralis, the Valerians, they were they were guests of honor at this house. And that felt like there should have been some sort of scene. Something should have been acknowledged, like yeah. a trial. Or I know that he's a Kingsguard, so it's usually what he says. But if they just even show that and he says that, yeah, that guy pulled a knife on me and he threatened Rhaenyra or something like that. If that's all he says then he's good. That would have been better than nothing. They didn't do anything with it. Yeah, I agree. It's kind of gloss over. It's similar to that. And he got a punch like in on John. He got a punch in on Lanor. Two yeah. people through Lanor. I mean, that's the fucking future queen's husband. So it just it didn't feel like that they wrapped that up good enough for me. It it was kind of like in season 8 when after Jon Snow killed Daenerys, all no one really cared. They're just like, "Eh, bro, that was Come on, <laughs> I mean, it's different. It's gotta be, different uh, sure. But 
Yeah, I don't even. I'm not going to comment on that one. I feel like this because right. we have ten years here. At least they, something probably happened, but they didn't show yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like I just wish they had shown something, some sort of acknowledgement of what happened. Yes, I did like seeing him get his ass beat, even though I knew it was after that it was going to be bad for Mister Strong. <laughs> An overall L. It was a W for Cole. Well, he got his ass handed to him a little bit. I know. It was a hidden W. We'll take it. We'll take what we can get. We'll take what crumbs we can get until we get to the Dance of the Dragons. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I fucking hate the Allison Hightower side, dude. I'm rooting for Rhaenyra so hard. I'm I'm so pissed about the fucking about Allison Otto. Your team black. Shut the fuck up. Yes. (laughs) Fuck the greens. Fuck the greens. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They're gonna do, there's going to be some fucked up shit, though, that both sides are going to do, man. So it's going to be, I'm going to just probably sit this one out and watch shit happen, you know? I'm going to sit back. Fair. I'm I'm just investing myself, you know? I'm yeah, letting, I feel you. Yeah. Letting my emotions save me. I'm team Stark, any- so I'm going to be just, you know, <laughs> up in the north, minding my business. Oh, you know, one other big parallel I did forget to say was they had a parallel with Ned Stark in this episode. When what was it? When Harwin Strong says, "I'll see you guys again" to the kids, that parallels when Ned yeah. Stark says that to Jon Snow in season one. Mm. Yeah, but he didn't know. You wouldn't ever see him again. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, bro. Neither of them never. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> got got yeah. immediately. And then there was one other thing too. When he said he said something to. He said something to Rhaenyra about when I see you again, I'll be a stranger. And in the world of Game of Thrones. With the seven, the stranger means death of the gods. Another foreshadowing for that moment. That's good. That's good stuff right there. Nice, Zach. Connecting the dots. Yeah, baby. Let's go. There we go. Okay, so that's all I got, man. I don't got any more uh, little cool (laughs) details for you guys. All right. Luke, hit us with some facts. (laughs) I want, you know what, actually, here, this will be fun. I want, I want, since Luke has no idea what's going to happen at all, who do you think is going to die? Well... That's easy. Besides Viserys, you know, you made a good prediction with Viserys. That one sounds it's pretty sound. Safe huh? bet. <laughs> that boy's deteriorating in front of us. Um, hmm. What about Laris's homeboy? They have pretty bad odds. His homeboys, the the guys with their tongues out. The guys with the tongues cut out. Oh, like, Laris. Sorry, fuck, dude. All these names trip me up. I meant Lenor. Lenor. Oh, his knight. Yeah. His boy, yeah. Yeah, I I cannot Possibly. remember what happens to him. I felt like even with them saying that he was going to go to the Stepstones could have been foreshadowing. But I can't remember, bro. Was there a second Stepstones fight in the in the book, Ross, that happened? I feel like it did, right? Um, At one point. I almost feel like they're kind of yes. adapting yes. some of that stuff because I thought in the first Stepstones fight where, where Damon goes in the book, that is when they were actually allied with the Dornish people. In that one, and so maybe they're adapting it now to the second fight, but I can't remember. I'd have to go back and look into the books to confirm that. Yeah, they are changing it somewhat. Yeah. I don't know exactly what extent they will. All right, everyone. So that's our Culture Crave podcast on House of the Dragon, episode six. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Culture Crave, at Culture Crave Pod, at Thrones underscore facts. We'll be back next week doing House of the Dragon, episode seven. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on Apple, on Spotify. You know, tell your friends, tell everyone about this pod. Thanks, guys.